what would you like to do? It is the question that every DM asks every player at least once in their career, and that question has led to more stories than perhaps any other question on the planet. But how do you turn that question into an amazing story? See, that's the question we answer on our show, How to Be a Better DM, the perfect place to learn how to dungeon master without spending extra money or extra time. You'll get tips and techniques to avoid the pitfalls of dungeon masters everywhere. We have episodes coming out every Thursday morning, and we can't wait for you to roll initiative with us. Go to betterdungeonmaster.com discovery to get started. Oh, hello there. Welcome to Mer- I mean, the Discovery Workshop presents. This is a podcast? Eh, I don't know. But they're a group of family of friends who like to play D&D. Don't really know what that is, but I guess you pretend to be, like, all-powerful and stuff? <laughs> uh, it's funny. They may not be the best at everything. <laughs> You're telling me. That fucking Roger. Well, Ashlyn, she seems okay. But that fucking Roger, he almost died. Can you believe that shit? And he carries a stick. They want you to laugh with them, but I I can't laugh with them. I, I only find myself laughing at them. It's hilarious as they do their little things inside and outside of the game. <laughs> it's funny. Welcome back to the Discovery Workshop presents Our Stranger Things. Were you laughing at the face I was making? Yes, I was laughing at the face you were making. Alright, so last episode is a somewhat emotional yet revealing episode. We learned a little bit about the world in which you guys live as well as attended a funeral and said goodbye to some helpful friends. You guys discovered that you had some treasure, we could call it that. Magical items. Well, we'll see. You guys found some items. This was switches. Why would I do that? I would never, ever do that. So I wrote down what was magical and what wasn't. I did too. (laughs) Okay, so we ended last episode with some emotion, a little bit, heartstrings being tugged on, a little bit of. Reality checks for some of us, and he doesn't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> but after that, you guys settled down, went to bed, got a long, deep rest. Wake up the next morning. What are you guys doing? Going to school. Okay, you gonna go to school? Yeah, I'll get up and do my normal routine in the morning. Eat a huge breakfast because I'm sure my mom prepared one. Prepared you a nice breakfast, hash brown and eggs, sausage. I thought you were going to be like a bowl of cereal. (laughs) She prepared you a breakfast. Betty Crocker Julia Childs doesn't do that. She prepares a full breakfast every morning. Yeah, I don't have to eat Pop-Tarts. I love my Pop-Tarts. Yuck. And then one day, toaster strudels come out and it's a whole new ball game. Dude, we're not even there yet. So, you get up, get ready for school. Is there anything you guys want to explore at school? Kind of being tugged in a couple of different directions? At this point, I'm over Johnny and his BS. Who cares? They have anger management issues. Kind of past the high school bullshit kind of stuff. <laughs> kind of. It's like, wait, That's just a, there's a whole lot of other <laughs> stuff going on. I don't care about this All place. this other shit going on in the world, this little <laughs> stuff does not matter. 
I'm sure he's not going to be at school anyways. Well, didn't he get expelled or was it suspended? One or the other. I'm amazed he didn't get arrested. <laughs> well, he might have got arrested. True. Well, last time you saw him, he was at home. Being angry. Yeah, when you're spying on him through the window. Bushtail. Just because he was at home doesn't mean he didn't get arrested. Yeah, so if you guys don't have anything that you want to explore at school, we could just kind of like fast forward through that and get to the end of the day. Because when we left off last episode, you guys wanted to go potentially explore a couple of places you guys received. Or Roger, you received something in the mail from a specific place that you were talking about going and checking out. You guys also mentioned going to Madame Sonia's. Yep. So we will say that your school day ends. I assume you guys would meet up somewhere. As and per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going first? Are we going directly there? You guys want to go home first or are you going straight to one of these places? Mm-hmm. And if so, where? We definitely have to go home first. Why? Well, got to get a snack. Can't get a snack along the way. Well, if we go home, then I don't have to buy it. Trying to watch my money. Oh. <laughs> okay. And do you and have Julia f- Childs makes really good snacks? Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. one of the other questions would be: Is did you take that stuff that you had with you to I school? I put it in my quiver, right? Some of it. Well, the only stuff I didn't put in my quiver was the coins. I put those in the vent. Mm-hmm. But are you gonna take? All of this stuff there yeah, that you found, that. or are you just going to take some of it? All of it. Okay. So you guys have to go home anyway, get snacks for Roger. Yeah. And drop off. Get all and the get rest of the stuff. Book bags, all that good stuff. Go meet Merlin, the smart-ass little old man. I think you guys are going to get along fantastically. It'll be great. What are you talking about? How he was on the phone is exactly how you talk to people, so you two going back and forth will be quite entertaining. Okay. Yeah. But we aren't going to come right out with the fact that I called last night. We're going to go kind of vibe it out. Maybe you can do some more of your glassy-eyed vision, look and see if uh, anything's magical in the store. You do realize that that looks funny. Take some sunglasses with. (laughs) And he probably won't think anything of it. He'll just be like, kids these days. So weird. Wearing sunglasses inside. Okay. So let's go pick that stuff up and we'll head down there. Okay. All right. So you leave school, you head home. Nothing eventful happens on the ride home. I assume you guys are kind of talking about this as you rode home and stuff. Yep. All right. You get home, get your stuff. Well, I think when we say we were talking about it, it was more Ash trying to tell me how everything was going to be. Are you saying I'm bossy? Yeah, very much so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me rolling around my eyes. All I'm saying is when you go off on your own, usually, you know, it doesn't go well for you. You were unconscious the last time you made decisions. <laughs> and that's true. Can't say that that didn't happen. I'm trying to think that through. You were unconscious the last time you made decisions. You made door. decisions, and you went unconscious. unconscious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, maybe you were trying to make decisions while you were unconscious, too. But <laughs> All right, so what snacks are you getting? A Pop-Tart. No, <laughs> <just> fucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a whole box of fucking Pop-Tarts. Uh, a couple and sandwiches. A couple sandwiches. Yeah. 
Okay. What all are you grabbing, Ash? Are you grabbing everything? Yes. Okay. I just want to know if and you're going to leave anything behind. And then I realize that I'm or... still wearing the necklace. Uh-huh. I look at it. Nothing significant. Nope. Looks Blow the same. On it. <sighs> Magic on. <laughs> Nothing happens. It looks the same as... Clap on. It always has. <laughs> Wonder twins activate. Nice. <laughs> Nothing different. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to do before you guys leave your houses? Either one of you? Roger? Ash? No. Okay. I, I don't have anything other than just get some food, make sure we got what we needed. Yeah. I don't think I have anything. Or you can take the map. Take the map. <clears throat> okay. Just in case. I don't... I'll put it in my quiver. All right. So you guys know where you guys are going? Or... Actually, where are you guys going first? Are you going to Madame Sonia's or are you going to that Merlin's? Go to Merlin's first. Okay. Because if that doesn't pan out, we're going over to Madame Sonia. You have the coupon? Yeah. Okay. I kept it because yeah. I didn't trust him. All right. So based off how I mentioned before with the coupon, there's a part of the little advertisement that is on there. It has a little map and you know, like it has a little star. Princess Jean Shopping Center. Mm. You guys know where that is. So you guys start heading in that direction. Takes you a little bit to get there. Probably a good 20 minutes or so to ride your bikes down. So you pull into... I did bring money. I just want to make sure that okay. you knew that I had money on me. Okay, cool. So you kind of travel through some of the back streets, kind of make your way through the neighborhoods. Do you guys go by the professor's? Absolutely. The professor's house is <laughs> relatively close and behind... Just east of the shopping center. Yeah, we'll have to check things out. All right. Okay. It'll be like the map of the stars. Oh, look, there's where I died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that to the map. Where Roger died. I need to stop saying that I died. I just went unconscious. It was close. <laughs> yeah, you almost died. So as you go through the neighborhoods, you come down the street that the professor lives on and you drive by the professor's house out in front is out in front of his house is like a truck and it has like ladders and piping on the top it's got like a rack on the back of it and it looks like a construction vehicle on the side of it it says aces plumbing plumbing you need a drywall repair you probably needed a lot of stuff that's true you don't see anything else out front of the house but you see that it looks like there's some like buckets and some other things up by the doorway or up by the door entryway uh it looks like there's work being done but nobody's out front or anything as you guys drive by so it looks like whatever has transpired with the professor over the course of the evening he's already quickly at work to repair whatever's going on it whatever happened inside okay so you drive by just like a couple more blocks away drive into the shopping center you go by a couple of Stores, there's a Baskin Robbins, there's an auto parts store, and then over in the corner, you kind of drive around in front of the shopping. It's like a little strip mall, right? So you're riding your bike from one end of the strip mall to the other end of the strip mall. On one end is like a there's a Chinese restaurant, and then you travel back the other way, and you're like, okay, where is this place? You don't really see anything, but there's like two or three shops on the side, and tucked into the corner is Merlin's Mysteries and More. Rams. That's mm-hmm. that's probably something very significant. Okay. And as you come around the corner and you, oh, there's a sign. 
and then you look, you see in the front window, looks like there's tons of stuff in the shop. Underneath Merlin's Mysteries and more, it says antiques and old stuff. And it looks like what you would consider, what would, what you would think of when you think of an antique shop. Is it's, it a sunny day? Uh, yeah, it's sunny. It's partially cloudy. I want to activate one of my special secret abilities. I want to check. I want to see if I can detect magic or anything like that. I want to see if I get the same vibes that I did from the outside of Madame Sonia's building as I do out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you go ahead and uh, in the parking lot, concentrate for a second. Yeah, yeah, I assume you have your sunglasses on. Are you going to take those or not? I wear out my sunglasses only at night. Okay. So no, you're not wearing I'm sunglasses. I am wearing sunglasses. Oh, you are wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'll hold, fucking hold you to it. <laughs> I got aviators. Oh, yeah, you, of course you do. All right. So you kind of look over your sunglasses, kind of look at the front of this. Point out, in real life, I would never wear aviators. <laughs> I think they're the worst looking sunglasses in the world. You need a, nice. like little disclaimer. <laughs> I know what to get you for Christmas. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Prescription aviators. Because <laughs> you're fucking old. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, you kind of look over the top of your sunglasses at the front of this building and then kind of push them back up onto your face and then concentrate for a second. Open your eyes. Very similar. Not as much of that... At this point, you would consider it kind of like arcane graffiti. Uh, there's sections that kind of glow. There's things that are like symbols, symbology or whatever that's on the windows itself. So it's similar so to Madame Sonia's? It's very similar. I'd just say it's not as much. It seems comparatively that at Madame Sonia's, there's a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Here, there's a little bit. You can see over the windows, over the door, something on the sign. But other than that. Do we see any of the symbols that we've learned about the factions in the last day? Like the upside-down cross with the circle? No. Do we see the circle with three slashes through it? No, you don't see any of the symbology that Ubon referenced. Do we see anything that looks similar to something we've already seen? Roll a a wisdom check. Come on, tiny dice. 21. 21? Yeah. Nice. So you look at some of the symbols and some of the things that you see on the front of this building and nothing really looks familiar. And you feel like you'd have a really good kind of perspective on whether, you know, after seeing these symbols and stuff and kind of some of the things that you've gone through recently, you would think that I'd have a, I'd have, I'd have a good understanding if something was similar even, but you don't see anything that's as similar based off of the symbols that you saw. The imagery that you do see seems very, very much more tied to the magic than some type of call sign or mark. Okay. Do any of the symbols remind me of the kind of magic that I remember seeing last night when I was looking at the things? Um, there's... Do you want me to roll to see if I remember um, actually. It? No, I think you would, I mean, granted, a couple of times you've done this, you're becoming more familiar with the way that those magics kind of, like, discern themselves when you're in this state, right? When you have this 
yeah going what you do notice is kind of the the reverberation or the pattern that you're seeing on the front of this building that are coming off of this magic that you do see and again it's not very much it's just a little bit there's something up on the sign there's a couple things in the windows there's something on the door you look over at ash to tell her that and the necklace around her neck gives that same pattern why are you looking at me like that you wearing that necklace from last night oh yeah i kind of forgot i had put it on yeah, it doesn't seem like it's doing anything. I know, but we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know that I would be wearing... You didn't mess with any of that other stuff, did you? Uh, maybe? Ashman, I'm the reckless one here. Why are you... We can't being... have two rebels. No, we can't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, you know me and my curious nature. And you're okay? Yeah, I mean... The uh, pocket watch seemed to maybe mess with time, and I have no idea what this necklace does. I'll be honest. I wore it ever since last night, and it's not doing anything, so I don't know. And the spyglass didn't really seem to do anything either, so I don't know. But the pocket watch seemed to, like, I was messing with it, and it seemed to, like, go back in time a bit, maybe. I'm just going to say this. And you probably wouldn't have heard this come from me before yesterday. But that dude, that watcher, how many times did he tell me that I needed to take this stuff serious? Like 400 times? Yeah. Now I'm going to have to tell you to take it serious. I think this stuff could hurt us if we don't know anything about it. You've got to be careful. Well, okay. I just... I'm just saying, I mean, I would hate for something to happen. Like you die or almost die. It's not a fun thing. You know this from personal experience? I do, yes. Okay. Let's go find out what this guy knows. <laughs> hey, do you think maybe, are you telling me that there's magic on the outside of this shop? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, there's <laughs> magic on the outside of this shop. So it seems like maybe he's a little more uh, magic-y than he was letting on with his whole thing well, last night on the phone? Yeah, I mean, obviously... So we maybe we both knew that because I I like saw that flyer and knew automatically that this was like something that I should keep. Sure. Uh-huh. So anyway, we'll just blow past that. Uh-huh. Do we want to go in and talk to him or do we want to go in and peruse a bit and see if he approaches us because if he can do what you can do, then he's going to see magic on us. And maybe instead of us just going right up to him, I don't know. What do you think? What I'm going to say is that I don't think I can walk in this building with me using magic. How do you know? I just get that vibe. I think that what I learned in my vast experience with magic so far Uh is there's other magic that cancels out magic. You've experienced this? No. You're just making assumptions? Assumptions, yeah. Well... Why don't we test it out? Why don't you just keep your, like, little looksy eyes going and see if you can do it once you pass through the doorway? Huh? Huh? I think you're trying to get me killed again. I don't think this dude would kill you right off the bat. All right, let's give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. It's called trial and error, man. Gotta live a little. (laughs) That's not funny. Too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 
So you guys, there's a bike rack right in front of the shop. You guys pull your bikes up. Set yep. it in the I bike throw rack. it right on the ground. In the parking lot? Well, on the sidewalk. Okay. You realize this is New Mexico in the 80s, right? Yeah. Your stuff's going to get jacked. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I will lock my bike up. Okay. All right. So you guys throw your bike down. You lock your bike up. It takes you just a second. And then uh, you start to walk to the front. Uh, Roger, as you kind of... As Roger walks to the front, he's like, shit, probably right. I better lock it up. So I take my lock and I just lock it to her tire. You lock your bike to her tire? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. If my fucking tire is stolen because... <laughs> oh, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> okay. As you walk up to the front of the shop and walk up to the door, you push open the door, and there's an entry bell thing that the door hits on its way in and jingles and announces your guys' presence as you guys enter. I just want to point out that this would be the perfect opportunity for us to have the like a machine where we could have like a doorbell. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong. No. <laughs> ding dong. Fuck no. I'm just saying, it's like such an opportune moment. <laughs> yeah, no. You walk in, the bell jingles. No machine that says ding dong. Just saying. They make them for podcasts like this. Anywho, so you walk into the shop and there are things everywhere. So you see things that are lining the walls. There's a bunch of shelves that line either wall. There's just kind of like a row of varying types of furniture. And then there's a ton of stuff like hanging from the ceiling. You see like clocks on the walls. You see different types of Cabinets, dressers, chest of drawers, all the armoires. You see a bunch of furniture. The row in the middle is the shorter furniture, right? So it's going to be like your cabinets and dressers and stuff like that. And it's going to have, you see a bunch of things that are on top of that. As you move a few feet into the space, there's some of those are actually like display cases. There's some armoires. There's some cabinets. Uh, like china cabinets and stuff like that on the side. And then above those on the wall, there's just clocks and different kinds of things that are hanging. What do I see? You see... As I tend to... You see this. Yeah. yeah. You see Does this. Bug zapped? Me. <laughs> but then you see a couple of things. Just, just a couple of things that kind of have a, a glow to them. So just kind of in the space of this room. And it's a fairly long room. Store, I should say. It's fairly long. It probably goes back a good 60 feet or so. And kind of, there's so much stuff in here. You kind of get lost initially as you step in. It's There's like little pathways to either side that kind of, you can go even further over to the walls to see other rows of stuff. There's about three rows in the middle, the two on the outside, and just the varying height and nature of some of these objects can see over some you can't see over others but it's a fairly fairly long space in the middle of some of these things some of these rows you just kind of get a hint of a glow okay towards the back there's a counter it almost looks like wherever you know you would purchase the stuff or something like that it's like a display cabinet but it it has an old old cash register on it and you see a couple of things concentrated there that are glowing in that area so as I come in t- 
to this building come through the threshold. I'm like tensed up. Okay. Nothing happens. No. You walk into the and then space. I see the the magic stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, you would never have known that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't want to be the, the trial and error. Sometimes you got to do this to learn. There can't be growth without friction. It's <laughs> a way to put it, I guess. Okay. Then I start walking around perusing the store. Okay. Kind of looking at the areas where I do see magic. Is it like magic furniture? Is it like small magic? Or is it parts of like furniture that is magic? So a couple I haven't of moved things. up to the front part where you were describing that concentrated area. I'm yeah. at them. Yeah. So as you kind of look around, before we get to the the magical things that you do kind of decipher or identify kind of in the mix of everything else, you do see, like I said, a lot of furniture, a lot of antique knickknacks, statues, sculptures, you know, just little things here and there, as well as mishmash of just different items like porcelain basins and teacups and little glass or little mirrors that are sitting on some of these, you know, they have like nice doilies that are on top of these dressers and some of these things are laid out and they all have like little price tags on them. In amongst all of this stuff, you do see movie posters, but like old, old movie posters on the wall. And then they look like original posters. And then you see like framed on the walls as well. Next to some of these clocks, you'd see like old school playbills, stuff like that. You see pictures of, actors and actresses and they're all signed kind of scattered throughout this area you come up to one section and you stop and kind of look and it has this leather coat and this fedora and this satchel and there's a (laughs) bullwhip next to it and right in front of it is like this gold like statue and it has a picture of indiana jones in it and it has behind it on the wall is the movie poster. The satchel is glowing. That kind of piques your interest because it's Indiana Jones. And you kind of continue to look around and you see you know, just more of the same stuff. I'm like, Ash, what? The man bag is glowing. The man bag. The Indiana Jones man bag. Indiana satchel. Jones had a man bag. Well, it was a satchel. It was like... Pre fanny pack. Can we touch stuff? Does it? Do you see anything? Investigate it. I love how you want me to investigate everything. You're the one that can see magic shit. It just looks like a satchel to me. Can we touch? No, no. This is all like sitting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't touch it. It's all sitting on like this round pedestal table that has like a glass dome over the top of it. Oh. So, Darn. and it's fairly large. It's, it's a good two feet by two feet, or I should say circumferences diameter of it is two feet, <laughs> not two feet by two feet, but that'd be square. Whatever. So it has this dome, like glass case over it. So it's inside can the any, glass case. Can people buy this stuff? There's a price tag on it. Oh, there is? Okay. Okay. Is it a package deal? You would have to. The ask each one of the little things you can see, like one of those little white tags that has oh, a string tied one. to it. Okay, they kind of hang off, and you can't see the price on it. The man bag, the satchel. No, you can't. It's flipped face down. 
Okay, so real quick before someone else comes in the room, I want to clock everything that I can that's glowing that looks like it would possibly be something I would have interest in. Okay. You see this. But the moment that I think I see someone coming, I want to know because I'm going to cut my magic. Okay. So you look at this, and then your gaze kind of goes through the room, right? And you're looking for... After this kind of piques your interest, you kind of turn and look at the rest of the room. And across the room on the other wall is another similar, very similar display case. But it's a little bit closer to the counter. It's further away from the front door. But it's on the opposite wall. There's a big giant poster of Madonna, the pop singer Madonna, on the wall. And there's another similar case. And it has two like mannequin hands that are kind of doing whatever mannequin poses they are, but they're like sticking up from whatever the pedestal is and they have, there's something on them and those are glowing. Anything else that's glowing is going to be on the counter towards the back. Madonna had magic hands. That's where she got, where she is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know that Madonna got there with magic hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. Okay, so I want to start walking towards the counter. Okay. And again, if as I get closer, I want to see what I can see that's glowing. But if someone comes in the room, I want to dispel my magic. Okay. As soon as you begin to walk towards the back, you kind of work your way through some of the shelves and stuff like that. And you go back to this back counter and next to this like really old gilded it's very fancy this cash register um, next to it is the display counter that it's sitting on and on that display counter you have a couple of out of place items think of the impulse aisle at any convenience store as well as like a grocery store and how they used to have or they currently still do those display boxes that have, you know, kind of the advertisement in the back of what it is, and then it has a box and all of the items are in it. So you see one that's like that, that has, uh, across the back it says Pet Rocks, and there's one rock in there, and it's got a little smiley face, like, painted on it, and it's glowing. Does and then have googly eyes? No. Th- oh. They're drawn on there, not googly eyes, but... Okay. You could probably put some googly eyes on it. If it was something that you wanted. I bet it would get mad. You'd probably cover up its eyes where it sees. <laughs> okay, Pet Rock. Yep. So, and it's like the, the box with the display on the back, and it says Pet Rocks, and there's a little dollar figure next to it. You look over next to those, and then there's uh, another box. But inside that, it has, or the advertisement on that says, Masters of the Universe, and it has the big... You know, He-Man, Masters of the Universe display on the advertisement. And inside the box, there's a single Masters of the Universe pencil. And on the box, there's a dollar figure for that as well. And over to the side, a little bit further down on the counter, up against more towards the wall, Mm -hmm. there's a couple of sets of walkie-talkies. And they say walkie-talkies just across the top. And they come in like the plastic packaging. There's a set of two in each pack, and there's like two packs both are magical? Both are magical, yes. Okay. And next to that, you see it's just like a, a wooden crate. It's But it's the smaller crate. It's not the 
taller crates, it probably stands about four inches high. And inside that, you see that there's various types of pops, like drinks. One of them, you go over to it, you look at it. There's color striping around it. And across the side, it says Lifesaver Soda. That is glowing. Ash. What? And I'll point out. Yeah, and she doesn't see any of this. Like, you told her about the satchel, and that's yeah. it. Madonna's hands. Glowing. What? Yeah, one of the pet rocks. Glowing. Oh, I want a pet rock. Oh, calm down. The Master of Universe pencil right there. Uh-huh. Glowing. What? Walkie-talkies. Glowing. The Lifesavers soda. Glowing. I think that's a little on the head, don't you think? Yeah, do you think it would... Save your life the next time you die? I think so. (laughs) You guys know this is like Lifesavers candy, right? Well, Lifesavers candy, they made a soda out of it. Yeah, but it says Lifesavers. lifesavers. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, (laughs) you guys would go into this understanding this is like, it's a Lifesavers soda. That's it. But as far as the... But then you put the the context on it, yes. Yeah. Ash, if you go over and kind of look towards, or either one of you, if you go over and look towards the Madonna display... You see that there's the poster of Madonna in the back, but then there's also like a framed portrait of her, and it is signed. And in the display case are the two mannequin hands that are like where the elbow would be. Mm -hmm. It's just the the hand to the elbow, and they stick up. And they have these bracelets, like the gel bracelets. Like the jellies? It's almost like a leather cuff oh, okay. covered with a bunch of black gel bracelets. I got you. I remember. But there's two of them on these mannequin hands. Where the thumb is, there's like a, a mesh netting half glove that kind of starts in the middle of the palm and works around the thumb and then goes down the arm. And then that leather piece with all the gel bracelets is around that. And those hands kind of like come up next to each other and there's two of them and... They're both glowing that Roger can see. So if he points that out to you, you go over there and that's what you would see. Yeah. Okay. Seem like intense bracelets. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which, uh. I think they'd look good on me. Yeah. Did you say there was only one pet rock or were there multiple pet rocks? There's just one glowing. There's, there's a display that has like room for like maybe 12 of them and there's one rock in there. Okay. I'd pick up the little pet rock. Aren't they in display cases? No, these aren't. These are like... You can actually touch them? Those you can touch. They aren't as fancy-dancy as Indiana Jones or I know, but Madonna. Maybe you should stop touching hey, the magic Roger, stuff. Hey, Roger, you want to be my friend? I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> <laughs> and about this time, this is why we somebody... Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> you see the curtain? There's the back wall that's behind this display case and there's like a it's not it's a curtain that's drawn over like half the space and the rest is wall and that's where the display case is that curtain starts to move and she's (laughs) (laughs) and then you see the curtain slides to the side and this young man steps out around hey uh could you mind not touching stuff could you please put that down? What Thanks. if I was going to buy the pet rock? Um, did you look at the price tag on that pet rock? Yeah, it's a pet rock. I mean, it's only a couple bucks, right? Look again at the price tag. I look. 
says $7,250. Holy bejesus. Is this the first pet rock? <laughs> that created all other pet rocks. <laughs> is this the original pet rock? Man, as far as I know, it's just a pet rock, but my grandpa's like real weird about it. So could you please like put that down? I put it down very carefully. Because you're going to break the pet rock, huh? Well, I'm just saying, it wouldn't eat your face. It's going to eat all of our money. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what can I do for you guys? Are you here to get something appraised, or are you just shopping? Uh, I don't know. You don't know if you have to get something appraised? We just saw the shop, and thought we'd stop on by. Okay, just be careful. A lot of this stuff is really expensive, so please don't don't break anything. Just let me know if you need anything. What's your name? My name? I'm Jeff. Jeff? Jeff. Jeffrey. My friends call me Jeff. Jeff. Is Jeff older than us? A little bit. He's probably like a senior in high school, so he's maybe a year or two older than you, but he's right around your age. So if we did... I have a few things to be appraised. Is that something that your grandfather would do, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know anything about any of this shit, man. I just work here. So um, is but he here? Yeah, he's in the back working on something. But is there something you need to get appraised? Because I can go get him. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, you guys I, are like, you guys are weird. Bro. No judgment, Jeff. No, I'm like, you don't know if you have something to get appraised? Like, I mean, we have you a gotta few talk items. To somebody. We kind of want to. Well, then you probably need something appraised. I mean, you're here, so might as well get something appraised. I can go get my grandfather right now. Okay. But. Why are you giving me that look, Roger? I just, I don't know if this is the right place. Do you want me to get my grandfather? Or... Yes, Jeff. Please go get your grandfather. All right. I'll be right back. He kind of goes back behind the curtain and closes the curtain. for a fucking pet rock? Yeah, but you said it was magic, so clearly this guy can tell what magic stuff is. Who would pay 7000 for a pet rock? Clearly this guy knows things. So you hear and in the back. there's only one left. Pops, somebody out here to see you. You hear this. Does Jeff sound like who you talked to on the phone last night? No. I talk to the old man. Okay. Takes a minute. Now you hear some, like, clinging around, some rustling around behind the curtain. And then a minute later, older gentleman, very long white beard, very long white hair, kind of comes out around this. Yes. Ooh. Ah, welcome to my store. What can I do for you guys? Did you find anything you like? First of all, I just wanted to ask. Why do you have a pet rock for $7,000? Is it uh, the first pet rock? Is it the pet rock that started it all? No. You like the pet rock, do you? No, I, $7,000? I could go get you a rock. It's a very special rock. What's so special about it? What's uh, it do? It means a lot. It'll break a window? It's all about provenance. What? What does that mean? Provence? Provenance? Pronunciation? Provenance. What does that mean? It means when you're in the antique industry, it kind of means who owned it? Where has it been? What's the story of it? Who owned it? Ah, are you interested in buying it? 
We would want more details before dropping seven thousand yeah, dollars on a pet rock. It's not for everybody. I feel like you're being very. Ah, there's a unique story to this. But you won't tell but, us the story. Uh I can tell you the story. I'm not trying to hide anything from you, Ashlyn. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> Roger, I'm not it's nice to laughing. see you as well. Okay. Although I am a nervous laugher, but you're whoa, 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 whoa. It's nice to see you too, Roger. How do you know me? I don't know you. No, I think we you, need to go. You do not know me. I complete. Well, okay. There's some flaws with stranger danger because you literally just said, how do you know me? <laughs> Look, I'm a little taken back. <laughs> How do you know me as I back up a little bit? Uh, I have ways. I have ways of learning. Those who are new to their powers and their abilities. What powers? What abilities? If you want to play that way. Okay, I, Merlin. Let's cut to the chase. Because clearly that's what you're going to do. Yes, let's cut to the chase. My name is like actually... Chase. My name is actually Frank. Frank Merlin, or you just go by Merlin? No, no. Frank? Uh, yes. That's super anticlimactic. That's my name. Frank Monroe. Merlin has a catchier ring to it than Frank's mysterious items and fancy shit. Merlin's mysteries and more. Kind of rolls off the tongue a bit, wouldn't you say? And the things we do, the things we know. Merlin, it's kind of a little joke. Are you human? Am I human? Yes, I am human. Did you happen to send out a coupon advertisement to people in envelopes? Like multiple houses? or? Well, yes, I have a business to run here. You know, I I do have antiques and stuff that I I have to run my business. So I send out... Coupons and discounts, but I think what you're getting at is, did I send something specifically to you? Well, to Roger. Yes. Frank, are you watching me in my room? No. I hope not. You. That's gross. No, I'm not watching you in your room. All right. I actually saw you out front of your house beating up some bush. (laughs) (laughs) That was interesting. That was, that's a story. I tore that bush up. Yeah, rough. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Okay. I I don't even know how to wrap my head around you watching me. Come over here. Let me explain. Come, come. And he kind of waves you over to the counter area, and he stands behind the counter. And So in our world, we have certain... Abilities that you are now discovering. I've been around for quite some time and have learned a thing or two. One of the things that I've been able to learn over my many, many years is how to identify those who are new, per se, to their powers. And like I said, I do have a business to run. And some of these people that are new to their powers take on... The adventuring life, per se, does say that they begin to uncover certain things, identify certain things, 
And in order to be first in their pocket, I make myself known. Like Indiana Jones? Those type of adventuring people? That's uh, a movie. I, that is a movie, but that is... Ah, uh, if you only knew, that is actually based off of a real person. Nobody will ever admit to that, but that's based off a real person. And they made a movie about it. So is that the real person's stuff sitting over there, or just the satchel? Uh, just the satchel. The other things are actual props from the movies, but... I kind of feel like he probably already knows. Well, he didn't know that we knew then. Really? You think... You think you're going to get one over on this guy who knew our name and knew that you beat up a bush? But you didn't know that I knew it was magic. I do now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ashlyn. Yes, but very perceptive. Well, feel free if you would like to detect anything else in here. I don't mind. How much is it to have you identify and or tell us about items in our possession. Straight to the point. Did you know that she called you last night? Yeah, but my dumbass grandson answered the phone. Oh, I he heard him a giggling. Good, uh, a good. Yeah, I told him to take it really serious when he's on the phone with potentially new customers and not be a dumbass, but it's hit or miss. Roger, I feel like you and Jeff could be friends. Just saying, you seem to have very similar. People no. skills. Frank has already said he's a dumbass. Very similar people skills. Anywho, you're asking how much it costs to have things identified? Uh-huh. Did you recently come into some mysterious treasure? We're just looking for a base rate. How uh, much? A base rate. Is it like takes you an hour? A base like rate. $30? It takes about an hour, Yes. So $30 to get it identified? Not $30, no. <laughs> How many items do you have to be identified? Well, let's start with one item. $100. What? Yes. Is it $100 per item? Uh, I could do kind of a package deal, depending on how many items you have. If you have more than two or three I could probably give you a package deal, but if it's only one or two items, I would have to charge you $100 per item. What if it's four items? I could do a package deal. What's the package deal? $100. $400. That's not a package deal, bro. How about $100 for all four items? How about no? (laughs) You're trying to run a business here. You're running a business? Yes. I'm running a business. (laughs) Business we're going to run? I will give you... Let's see. Did you bring my coupon? I did. Oh, so $25 per item, right? The coupon said 75% off. <laughs> so you're going with. Can you not read? Well, I didn't Maybe you really should take read. off your sunglasses. I didn't really read the item, the, the flyer. It said 25% off. So $400 typically for four items or if I were to charge you other than the bundle rate. So that would be $300 with a 25% discount. But being as it's a bundle rate, I'll charge you $250 (laughs) to identify all four items. Okay. And will you 
identify these other items that we have that might not be magical. Just where they might be from. And how much they A little they bit of free work. work. I could look at them. If it's not magical, it would take a different type of means to determine their origin or where they come from or their provenance. But we would have to see what they are. Please, please, show me. And he reaches over to his side and reaches kind of like under the counter a little bit. And he pulls out this old-looking tapestry-type small rug that he puts on top of the glass display cabinet. And he's like, please. And he pats it. He says, please, show me your items. I show him my stick. No. No. Ignore him. There might be something special about my stick. One, I'm wearing. Yes, please, take it off. Let me. I'd have to examine it a little bit closer. Okay. And Take it off and put it on the tapestry. All right, and then he kind of like situates it to the side, and then he hey um waits. I, would it be dangerous for her to just randomly put magical stuff on? Yes, it could be. I was wearing that necklace since last night. He's freaking out about it. You look okay to me. That's what I'm saying. But I can tell you more about it. Okay. You already know. No. I'm gonna start pulling the stuff out of my quiver. I'm waiting for you to give me no. the other stuff. I, didn't know so I pull out like, the spyglass. I didn't know if you could just glance at it and no, you no, like no, no, know every, a, you know the prominence of it. I pull out the pocket watch. It takes a little more than that. I pull out the okay. figurine. And, the and you're putting them all. I Yeah, I'll pull out the coins and I'll pull out the bangle. Okay, so you're setting them all on the thing. As you set them down, he starts to situate them. And as you place them down... He takes a second and organizes them. And then you put the coins down. He's like, nice. And then he puts them down. And he pauses for a second, closes his eyes, and then opens them fairly quickly. It's like a long blink. And then he opens them. And then he starts to rearrange the items. And he puts all of the magical items. No. He starts to put... What you recognize is he starts to put all the magical items to one side, all the non-magical items to the other side. So he did that without us. You didn't tell him that these were magical or... No. Other than, I mean, well, yeah. He knows that you have magical and non-magical items based off what you said, but nothing. You guys didn't say anything. Yeah, she didn't say specifically. No. So he knows that the amulet, he would assume that the amulet was magical based off what you asked. So that's why he put that to one side. All of the other items, he, the magical ones, he moved towards that. And the other ones, he moved to the other side of the little rug. But his eyes didn't glow green. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what type of magic this guy's got. So he's like, hmm, interesting. This one's nice. And he's just, like, picking them up and, like, turning them one at a time. And as he, like, looks through them, he's, like, looking on the back where the gemstone is on the necklace. He's looking at the setting, and he's, like, looking close. He pulls out a a jeweler's loop even, and he's, like, looking closely at it. And he sets it back down, and he picks up the next item. He picks up the pocket watch, and he, like, opens it, and he's like, hmm. And then he sets it down, and he starts looking at the next one, and he's looking really closely at him and then, you know, turning, he's inspecting everything on him. 
So he does this for a little while. And then the items like the bangle and the coins, the bracelet he looks at and he kind of turns it and looks on the inside, but doesn't spend nearly as much time on that as he does the other items. And he sets that down and then he looks at the coins and the coins he spends a little bit of time looking at. He pulls out a little wooden case out from under the counter and opens it up and there's a couple of little tools in there like little picks dental tools is what they look like and then there's one that has uh it's like a little vial and then there's another vial almost identical but that has some liquid in it so he takes those and he kind of like takes one of the pieces of metal and kind of scrapes at it a little bit Uh, uh. there there it's all right don't get your it could be worth a lot of money undies in a bunch and he scratches them and takes a couple of the flakes and drops them in the liquid. And the liquid turns blue. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the next one and does that. He goes through all you the coins. Act like you know what that means. I do know what I mean. Okay. And he does that. And he's like, um, if you are willing to wait around for just a moment, these items that are of the mystical variety, I need to take them into the back for a second. Mm. And I can... No. How do we know we can trust you? You don't. Well, that's not really. But I have a business to run here. If I were to rob and steal from my own customers, what kind of business would I have? Well, I mean, look at our point of view. We Oh, I understand your point of view. You don't give them back to us, and we call the cops, and then we're like, hey, he stole our magical items. They're going to throw us in the, the memorial hospital. I feel like we wouldn't say they were magical items. I would just say he stole our items. He just kind of like pushes the rug forward a little bit. Says, Please, you can take your items and go. Okay, fine. Look, I'm not trying to be confrontational. Well, really? No, I'm not. I, I want to get these things appraised. appraised or told us what they are and stuff like oh. that. But, I mean, we don't I just know needed, you. Okay. Well, I understand that, but I have a business to run, and I'm not trying to pull. I'm just gonna the hold this pet rock while you take him back there. Sure. <laughs> I have this pet rock hostage. Okay. Okay. Are you okay with me to take these for just a moment? Yeah. All right. So he grabs the rug and kind of moves the coins and the bracelet off. Situates the other items in the middle. Jeffrey, please watch the front. I have to examine these items for our customers. As he's walking through the curtain, he puts his arm above his head and does this like twirling motion. And then he walks to the back. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know either. It's like he had a lasso or something. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it looked like. It was like twirling a lasso over his head or whatever. But then he walks into the back. Just a second later, Jeffrey comes. All right. And he goes over to the side. There's a stool behind the display case. He sits down, reaches under the cabinet, pulls out a comic book, starts reading. What you reading? The Flash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your friend likes comic books. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What kind of your favorite? Uh, I really like Batman. No, oh, Batman sucks. Well, you're kind of a dick, so. Whoa. Yeah, I am. But I'm a Marvel guy. Don't like DC that much. Mm. And he goes back to reading his comic book. <laughs> Are you eyeballing him, Roger? Hey, Jeff. 
He's looking at his comic book. Yeah. Are you guys originally from New Mexico? Yeah, I, I am. I don't know. My grandpa's old. He said he's been a bunch of different places, but I don't know where he's from originally. Where did he live before New Mexico? Everywhere. He's oh. lived in New York. He's lived in California. He lived in the UK for a while. He lived in Australia for a while. He's been all over the place. He's been to China and Japan. He says it was all for work, but yeah, whatever. You go to school? Yeah. Where do you go to school? I go to Sandia. Really? Yeah. Where do you guys go to school? Monsanto. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, you guys look like you go to Manzano. You're wearing purple, figured. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably have a purple hoodie on. <laughs> you you probably have a hoodie says on. Says on it. Manzano. Oh, shit. Manzano wrestling. <laughs> Forgot I freaking wore yeah. this today. <laughs> says it all over your chest, man. That's a way to be perceptive. Yeah. As he continues to read his comic book. You play sports? No. 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 Just curious. Uh, Trying to get. Don't play sports. To know. In case we do more business with you guys. Yeah. I just work here sometimes, man. Like all the time? Or just sometimes? No. Just whenever my gramps needs me. Whenever my grandfather needs me, I'll help out. But I'm not here. Does he pay you? Is he looking for other people? Is he hiring? Uh, you'd have to talk to him, man. You don't know. I don't and know. You seem to know a lot. I don't really care, man. You work in the store, man. Sometimes. What do you do when you work here, other than just sit there and read comics? That's pretty much it. And answer the telephone, pretending to be your grandfather. Was that you last night? No. Oh, because I got a weird call last night. Somebody talk about magical stuff. It was funny. Anyway. But yeah, like, uh, he doesn't get a lot of business. So I've only seen, like, I've worked here for like the last two years. And I've only seen him get like a handful of customers. I don't know how he's open. Do you think it's because he prices these pet rocks at like $7,000? That's what I told him. I told him, like, your stuff's way too expensive. Nobody's going to buy that stuff. And he said something about like the right person would buy it. So whatever. It's his store, his deal. Going to college? Maybe. What's with all the questions, man? Just killing time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, haven't I don't figured have, out I got to wait for him. There's nothing else we, got, we can do. I mean, we've kind of looked at everything that would be interesting to us. I don't know, man. There's still exploring my options. All right. Well. I'm just watching this interaction because it's entertaining to me. <laughs> I'll let him get back to his comic book. I'll go over to Ash. Be like, there's nothing about him that's like me. Mm. He's got a personality of a fish. A fish? Dead. It just like lays there. It just swims there. I don't know what fish do. (laughs) (laughs) A fish or a dead fish? What are you trying to say? Fish. Dead. Dead fish. Dead Dead swimming fish. (laughs) Those fish, they just like swim. Uh, All right, this is getting boring. What's taken so long? How long has it been? Two minutes. I mean, that conversation <laughs> seemed like it was forever, but. <laughs> yeah, like, it's been like two minutes. Yeah. But it's the conversation that took forever. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you guys want to look at in the store? I mean, I, I'll just kind of look around if there's anything 
interesting. Clearly, I can't tell if anything's magical or not, but... Ooh, we should ask him what the price is on the the satchel and the the jelly bean things. Jelly bean the things? Madonna. <laughs> jelly bean. Uh, jelly bracelets. Gel bracelets. Yeah, the gel bracelets. The jelly bean things. Jelly beans. And the lifesaver. And the pencil and... I mean, we could ask, but I just feel like if he's charging 7000 something for a freaking rock, those are probably going to be like, you know, buying a for car or... I, well, it might be worth knowing. Okay. I think he responds to you better than he does me. It's the whole comic book thing. Oh, oh, you're talking about Jeff? Yeah, I don't want to ask the old guy. <sighs> okay. I'll go over and talk to Jeff. Yeah, you might, hey, like flirt with him. No. Wink, wink. No. Oh. It was just handy. No. <laughs> I'm going to go over to Jeff, and all I'm thinking is, swimming dead, f- what the? F- <laughs> 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 so, let me get over. Hey, Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How much are the Madonna bracelets? Uh, I don't know. Did you see the price tag on it? I can't see the price on the price tag. Oh, come okay. on, Jeff. Uh, hold on one sec. He reaches under. As she, he's doing that. I'm over in the corner going, wink at him. <laughs> Give her the, <laughs> the winky eye. And you just look so. twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that universal flirty sign that I have no clue how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> so he reaches under and pulls out this oh, leather. Yeah bound kind of like book and he opens it up and you can tell that it, it looks like it's a, a list of all their inventory mm-hmm. and he goes through he's flipping the pages he flips a couple of pages and he's like uh, madonna madonna oh madonna gel bracelets uh those are twelve thousand five hundred dollars what the fuck jeff <laughs> <laughs> from across the room here <laughs> what does it have any description on? They're fucking Madonna's bracelets. I, that's what they that's are. That's it. They're Madonna's bracelets worn in Vogue photo shoot as well as worn on stage at Madison Square Garden. Uh, yeah, that's it. How much is uh, Indiana Jones' man purse? The Oh, that one? Oh, that one I don't even have to look up. That one's $11,500, I think. But that's like the actual, actual satchel that he used in the movies. Mm. What's this He-Man pencil? The, oh, the Masters of the Universe pencil? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's, that one's pretty cool. I don't know why it's priced so high, but yeah, man, that's like super expensive. It's like 3500 bucks for a freaking pencil. Lord help me. But <laughs> what what my grandfather told me about this was the guy that invented the Masters of the Universe toys because the toys came out before you know the cartoon and stuff like that. So the guy who invented the toys had the pencils made when I don't know this is what my grandfather told me when the the cartoon was getting ready to come out, mm. um, and this was the first pencil made for him. It was like the prototype pencil or something like that. Okay. What about the walkie-talkies? Yeah, these are these are 
I don't understand why he prices these things like this. For a set of two walkie-talkies, it's 4500 bucks. It's got some weird technology, he said, or something like that. I don't pay attention to him enough, but I don't know. Something about the... How much the, was the Pet Rock again? The Pet Rock? Uh, it looks, says right there on the box, uh, 7250 bucks. Okay. And you don't have any idea why any of these are priced so high? No. I These, like, the Madonna stuff, it's Madonna's, so yeah, I mean... You're going to own a piece of history. You're going to have something that she wore. Yeah. Same thing with the satchel. Those are like, you know, it's the history of it, man. The movies, it's just, yeah. Is there anything else that's like weirdly priced to you in here? He's got stuff in the back, but they're all in his workshop and he doesn't let me see him. It's got a cabinet that's all locked up. Hey, Jeff. Do you think this is a sign that your grandfather might be losing his mind? Uh, Pricing walkie-talkies at $4,000? Probably. My mom thinks so. But I don't know. I think he's just, like, really attached to him, and he doesn't really want to sell him. But he keeps saying the right person. When the right person comes in, they're going to buy him, and they're going to pay this much for him. So I don't know. My mom thinks he's kind of... Lost his marbles a little bit, too, but I don't know. I, like I said, I'm only here sometimes, man. I don't really care. I mean, he's my grandfather. I don't want him to be crazy, but it's his <laughs> he store. He's super invested, Chef. It's his <laughs> store. He does what he wants. Makes the old man happy, so whatever. Okay. Thanks. Sure. I had a heart attack when he started listing the price on those things. I don't know why you're surprised. I mean, the freaking rock was... $7,250. It's a rock with a smiley face on it. Yeah. I'm... Jeff, come here, please. Gets up from the stool, puts his comic book away, and goes back through the curtain. And it goes by. Then Frank comes walking out, carrying the rug, puts it down. It's like, oh, you got some very interesting stuff. You look very excited, Frank. I am extremely <laughs> excited. So. So, are you ready? Yeah. All right. $250, please. We're going to split it, Roger. Okay. He's All holding right. his hand up. $250? Yeah. Give him the okay, give me change. All right. Dirty bastard. I wasn't talking to you, uh, Frank. <clears throat> he was All talking right. out of game in this other magical land. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Delusional land of mystery. Um, yes. So, are you ready to? He puts the money away, and he's like, "All right, are you ready?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. These, these are, I haven't seen some things like this in a long time. I would love, after I explain what they are, I would love for you to tell me where you got them. Well, first of all, you're going to tell us what they are and how much they're worth, right? Uh, an estimate on how much they're worth. Yes. Is the estimate how much you would buy them for or how much you would sell them for? It would be how much I would buy them for. At least he was honest. You could potentially sell them for more, but you guys can figure that out. But first of all, let me go through your items. This, he holds up the amulet. First and foremost, it's very beautiful. It's very old. And I've only seen a couple of these in my years. But this... And he looks around, draws the curtain closed. Sorry. And then he goes, 
he does this weird gesture with his hand, and then he puts his arm down. He's like, this, this amulet, very beautiful. The cut of this gem is unique. It's cut in a certain way. The bearer of this, the person who wears this, has a certain type of protection. You want to know how I know about you? Have you heard of scrying before? No. No. Divination? No. No. Any of that? Magical no. sight? Huh? Magical inquiry? Yeah, I can tell what's magic. No. Magical sight is different than being able to see with magic. This is being able to divine with magic. This is being able to see long distances, to be able to look in on someone or something with the use of magic. But the necklace protects from that? Yes. This necklace is called the Necklace of Non-Detection. It protects the wearer from anyone trying to scry on them or use any type of divination magic on them. As long as they are bonded to this in a way... Some call it attunement. So this would keep you from looking at me in my room? If you were to wear it and attune to it. How do you attune to it? But I do not look at you in your room. That is gross again. Gross. How do you attune to something? So attunement means that you spend time focusing on whatever the item. You spend time building a bond with it. So just wearing it or using it isn't enough? Well, wearing it, using it, being in contact with it, can you can attune to an item if you're in contact for a sufficient amount of time. But some items, they require focus with a, a cognizant intent of mm. bonding with an item. Some, it's just physical contact for a duration. Do you feel like you're create attunement. one with this necklace? I don't know. I just wore it. Do you want to see? What does that mean? You wore it. You might be attuned to it. Well, how would we find that out? Put it back on. Okay. Put it on. I'll be right back. And he steps around, back through the curtain, and he comes back with this little dish. It's, you've seen some of these like porcelain basins and stuff in here. It's very similar to that, but it's kind of different. It's like a piece of wood. That has like this bowl carved into it, but it's like a live edge piece of wood that's the size of a serving platter. And there's this bowl shape in the middle of it. And it has like this intricate brass frame underneath it that holds it up. That is like a stand for it. He goes back around behind the curtain and just a second later you hear... Like water? Yeah. And he comes back around and he's holding this small glass pitcher he comes over and he pours a little of water into it to where it's almost right to the top and then he stops really quick and he puts the pitcher down for a second sits there concentrates swirls his finger in the water and as as he's doing this the water starts to spin and spin and he takes his finger out and the water continues to spin and spin begins to cloud up and as it gets cloudy it starts to change subtly light begins to come from it and then all of a sudden an image begins to appear in the surface and then the swirling stops and the water becomes still 
And the image is him. And he looks up and he waves at something over your guys' head behind you. And the image you can see through this is of the back of your head, the back of your head, looking at him, looking down at the counter of the scrying pool. So wait, he's crying on himself? He's crying on you guys. So I didn't attune to the necklace? No. Okay. When he went back there to get the basin and the water and stuff like that, I do want to do a detect magic again. Okay. Because I want to see if these items still show the same way that they did last night. Yeah. So you concentrate. You open your eyes. All the items are giving off the same glow, same reverberation. Nothing seems to have changed. Okay. I'll keep it up. Sunglasses on. All right. And then he kind of like pushes the bowl to the side and he says, let's just wait. Okay. And then every once in a while, look over at the water and it's still the same image. It's him doing whatever he's doing. And you see the back of you guys. You guys might look over your shoulder and don't see anything there. But still, like Roger turns to look and Ash, as you look in the water, you see Roger. There's like a little delay and then Roger turns. Interesting. And he's like, all right, so that's the amulet. Wait, wait, how much does that worth? Oh, the necklace itself. That is probably about $50,000. Not quite. It's nice, but not that nice. I would say it's about $2,750 is what I would pay. Like, all right, so the next thing. That rock needs to be like. Crazy. This, and he reaches over and grabs that little statue of the elephant. He's like, oh, this is beautiful. The carving of this, did you see how meticulous the carving is on this? I did notice. It is fantastic work. Uh, This is made of jade. It's a stone that they do a lot of carving in. The Asian countries are made out of jade. I'm assuming this is where this comes from. But this is very unique for those that do not have certain magical abilities. But this allows them to use magic. And it is used for spell storing. What does that mean? You can store spells in it. And somebody can cast those spells out of it. If they so choose. How many spells does it hold? Ah, it depends on the spell. It can hold up to a fairly intense spell or a few not-so-intense spells. Does it have any spells in it? Currently, no, it does not. Where can we get spells? Uh, seriously? You can cast those? You can. I I can? (laughs) Oh, the young... That's great. Yes, you can cast spells. Do you have to be attuned with this elephant? Hmm, that's very interesting. Give me one second look. Apparently I cast spells. I thought that just the moon mother gave me... I didn't think that it was casting spells. What did you think Are the you moon saying mother this was giving you? <laughs> I'm talking Are you Ash. saying this out yeah. loud? Hmm, the moon mother. Excellent. Oh. Uh, huh? The moon mother, that would make you druidic in abilities. Yes, the moon mother does no, not cast I'm American. Spells. Yes, you are American. 
Very much so. But the Moon Mother does not cast spells through you. She but gives you the ability to cast them. And do I just cast the spell at the thing? Have you not, like, done anything other than beat up the bush with your powers? Well, I, I'll take my glasses off and you can see my glowing eyes, I'm sure. Nice. Yeah. You know you can do that with, without those glowing, right? Oh, that can come in handy, huh? Wait. That's a choice you have. I didn't know I had choices. What? <gasps> we all have choices in this world. Son. Okay. Let's you. let's back up, Frank. Well, no, 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 no. I let have me, questions let, for yes, you. Yes, now. yes, yes. Let me let me answer one or two that you've already put out there. So yes, you may have. If you speak to the Moon Mother, you have, I would say, druidic abilities. That is typically the abilities that she grants to her, her people. But she does not cast spells through you. She yet gives you the ability to do it yourself. So yes, you do have spells. You do have things that you can do magically. And with those spells, this elephant would but hold those to where, I don't know, do you follow some sort of anything? Not so much. No. no. I see by your... WWJD? Mm, I don't really follow much of anything. What would Jeff do? What does my grandson have to do with this? No. Oh. Something other than that, I guess. Anyway, I don't understand your guys' logic. What would um, Jesus do? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yes, so what abilities do you have? I can shoot stuff with a longbow, and I've healed him. But that's not an ability. That's just you practicing. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. I guess it would be. Would you say that you have an innate ability? Maybe. Some sort of. I haven't practiced that much, but I seem to hit pretty well most of the time. Mm. Yeah, so you probably have the ranger sense. Ranger sense? Makes you very good at finding things, hunting things, searching. You're probably. Really good, or you you probably have a vast understanding of nature that allows you to move through areas with somewhat ease. Yeah, I like to be out in nature. Hmm. So, I think your arcane abilities, your abilities to possibly do what Roger does, is going to be somewhat limited. I think you're going to find that you have other capabilities. Okay. For example, Roger, you can cast a spell into this elephant. Give this elephant to Ashlyn. Ashlyn then would be able to cast a spell from the elephant, even though she is limited in her arcane abilities. Well, maybe you should do some healing spells so when you die the next time I can heal you. Um, Die the next time? What? Take a nap. This is already? Why are you putting our business out to everybody in the world? I mean, clearly he scried on us. My boy, you have... How long have you guys been... Like... How long have you had your abilities? A couple weeks, maybe? Yes. 
Wow. Already? Wow. That's, yes. I'm sorry, that's just... You no, need I to be Roger, judged. I feel he is judging you. <laughs> just might need to be careful, my boy. That's, this world is He's very dangerous. He's heard that dangerous. a couple times now. The world is very, very dangerous. So, um, you had questions. How much is this worth? The jade elephant. Uh, he holds it up and kind of looking at it. Oh, the exquisite carving. Um, the fact that it can hold... I would say I would price this at five thousand dollars. Wow! Is this just similar to a ring of spell storing? Yeah, it's very similar to that. So that is the jade elephant. The next item is the spyglass. Very nice spyglass. Has a couple of added features to it. So he takes the spyglass and he extends it and then he kind of puts it up to his eye and he looks around and he has like this silly grin on his face and he's like it's just a regular spyglass however turn this and he takes the end of it that has like the the brass end of it he takes that and kind of like holds the rest of the glass and like turns it and you hear it go click and he's like now if you look through it you can see Certain things that are hidden, such as concealed doors, if there's any sort of trap or booby trap, you would be able to see those. However, the thing to this is you only can do it three times a day. It only stores enough energy, and that energy is recharged at the dawn of the next day. Did you say that the elephant had to be attuned? Yes, the elephant. You must have some sort of bond to it in order for you to be able to cast the spells from it once they have been put inside. So the spyglass sees things that are hidden. And this spyglass, anyone can use it as long as they know how. And as you're talking, Roger, you glance over to the side to the scrying bowl and you look in you don't see ash but you're standing right there roger's going back and forth looking at the scrying <laughs> bowl to ash scrying yeah, bowl too bad to you ash, can't vocalize <laughs> bowl looking back and forth. <clears throat> apparently i accidentally now attuned myself to or you're a vampire i don't know how that would have happened within the little bit of time frame that we've been here i think that's mirrors true mm. no one knows about the scrying with vampires guess you'll you have say to anything ask. as you see it you notice that ash is gone or do we just notice you spazzing out looking back and forth i would probably wait a few minutes and just make sure that i know what i'm seeing okay and then i would probably go i can't see you in the water anymore hmm? i don't see you in the water anymore oh you feel different no. Do you feel special? No. Ah, it's working. <laughs> so the reason for that, the reason that you were able to see yourself initially, after you had already worn the necklace for a while, is that what I was doing to the item, exploring its properties, understanding it better, I believe I disrupted your bond. 
And it just took took a little bit in order to reestablish. But as you can see, the amulet, it disrupts such things. So if you do not want to be snooped on by magical means, that would come in very handy. Okay. So how much is the uh, spyglass worth? The spyglass, yes. I would say I could probably give you conservative estimate would be about 3500 However, before we get to this last item, I want to talk to you a little bit about these little ingots of metal that you brought. Do you, by chance, know what they are? Yep, they're $10,000 in coins. Um, not quite. But not far off. 20000 No. They're coins, yes. They are very old, old currency. From where? So, how much of our world do you understand? Have you found a, a mentor yet? Mm. That's a no. That's a no. <laughs> We've learned a few things. Okay, good, good. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. But you do not have anybody to speak for you as of yet. No. I speak for her. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> nope, nope, I, nope. I can attest that she's right there. That's not what I meant. That's not exactly what I mean. I mean, in certain circles, those that are new to their abilities, it's... Good to have somebody to speak on your behalf. Somebody who has been around for a while. Is that like somebody a requirement for the not magic not side of things? No. I wouldn't say requirements, but very helpful. So typically somebody will come along and be that for you. Bob. Bob is our mentor. That would say a lot, I feel. <laughs> I would say, yeah, right now we don't necessarily have a mentor. We've just heard some things. Okay. So, yes. Um, as you may have heard that there is, there are certain groups. Yes. That exist. Which, which yet. group do you fall into? Um, we don't really talk about that. It's not really polite to ask. Why? Um... You've already done a social faux pas in the magic world. <laughs> it's like in the regular world when you go to a dinner party and you start talking about the politics or religion or... It's just not proper etiquette. Do you want to so, be our mentor? No. Whoa. No. <laughs> no. I do not. Absolutely no. I knew he would say no. Um, I... No. I wish you all the best. But mm. I am no longer, I can't do that anymore. You can't or you won't? Both. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to at okay. all. Well, let's, let's get back to but the But anyway, then. the groups a long time ago set up a, a system of currency that were interchangeable between all of the different groups started a long time ago when 
Certain events in the world were very, very uncertain. These were thought to be what was going to be standardized around the world. However, they soon became strictly the currency for the mystical world. In recent times, it's kind of fallen by the wayside. No longer used. Everybody has adopted the the standard non-mystical currencies of the world. What you have here is about $5,000 worth. And he leans over, or reaches over, and he slides, separate, starts to separate them. Some of them, I mean, they're grimy, they're dirty, they, they kind of look very similar, but he kind of separates them into, like, four little piles. And he um, pulls to his side, and he's like, these two are platinum pieces. And this coinage was known as Bitcoin. Because <laughs> they're little bits of metal. <laughs> You're a dumbass. <laughs> My game. I'll fucking do what I want. <laughs> so then he reaches over, grabs a few more, slides it over. These five. Of course, you should recognize these. They're a bit dirty and covered in whatever, but they're gold pieces. And these aren't like regularly circled coins. They're like oddly shaped. Some of them are like more square. Some of them are triangular. This one here grabs one more. Is a silver piece. There's two of these. Eh, they're not worth much, but they're copper. So all told, I would say today's currency exchange rate and value and inflation, I'd eh, give you five thousand fifty one hundred dollars and some of that is just more for the sentimental value not exactly the exchange rate but i'll give you a little extra any questions so far no great we'll get right into it um so this last piece the bracelet this is my favorite oh the bracelet eh, it's worthless it's just a piece of metal. It's a piece of silver. Its value is in silver. It's newer. It's not very old. I think you can buy these at, uh, what is that store? Uh, JC Pennies. Okay. Tell us about the pocket watch. All right. This one is my favorite. And I am willing to make you an offer on this one. But he clicks it open. And it opens up. And as I described before, it has like the hash marks on it. And then it has like a little circle in it that is black. And it does, and it has like that hour hand, but that's it. He's like, this pocket watch is a pocket watch of time. If you use this pocket watch, and this again is something that you must be bonded to it or attuned to it. It must understand you. And your wants and your needs and your desires. Very similar to the spyglass, this has three charges. However, because you are attuned to it, it uses some of your energy as well. If you use the three charges, they will not come back until you have rested and are able to regain all of your energy. And then you are able to use it again. There are three 
things that this watch does. See this little knob on the top? If you turn it one way, that hand in the middle turns. If you count, there are ten little hash marks, all evenly spaced. Depending on how many of those hash marks you turn it, you can either slow down time for up to a certain number of, let's say, creatures that are within a certain distance of you. If you turn it the other way, you can speed up time for yourself. Each one of those uses a charge. But with this pocket watch, if you have all three charges available one time, you would be able to click this watch and reverse time up to the number of hash marks. So what this watch does, the slow spell, you alter time around up to three creatures of your choice. This is a little bit different than the slow spell in D&D Beyond, but around up to three creatures of your choice in a 40-foot cube within range, each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be affected by this spell for the duration. For one minute, the affected target's speed is halved. It takes a minus two penalty on AC and dexterity saving throws, and it can't use reactions. On its turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, not both. Regardless of the creature's ability or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or one ranged attack during its turn. Pretty strong spell. I forget how strong the slow spell is. It's a pretty macho spell. So if a creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, roll a d20. On 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and the creature must use the action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. A creature affected by this spell makes another wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turn. On a successful save, the effect ends for it. So they're able to kind of come out of the slow spell. And then the other charge that you can do is haste. Choose a willing creature. So you can either do it on you or choose one creature that you can see within range. The range for that is 30 feet. For one minute, the target speed is doubled. It gains a plus two to AC. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws, and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. That action can be used only to take the attack, one weapon attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. When the spell in, the target's the target can't move or take actions until after its next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over it. So there is a price to that. If it has all three charges once per long rest, you can click the watch. You can expend all three charges at once to trigger a time jump. While attuned to this item, you can reverse a number of seconds equal to a roll of 1d10. Immediately after the time jump, the attuned user must succeed on a Constitution DC 12 saving throw or being incapacitated for one turn. This is a very nice watch. So nice, in fact, that I would say it's worth about $23,000. And if you are so inclined as to part with this watch, I would be willing to pay that. Mm. I don't think we necessarily want to sell anything today. Or, um... We don't? 
I'm hospitable to trade, barter, any of the above. So if we trade, I have do a we number like of items. Double that's... the amount? No. Oh. How does that work in your brain? Just like the way I said it? No, but that's. Why would it be double? I don't know. It was a nice round number. No, the round number is $23,000. That's what it's worth. That's what I'm thinking. Are you going off of the idea of store credits being worth more than taking the cash option? (laughs) That's, no. That doesn't work in Merlin's Mysteries and more. Okay, Frank. So, did you see anything you like? I do have some questions. Why would anybody pay $7,000 for a pet rock? What's this rock do? (laughs) Herman. Herman the pet rock. Yes, that's not just a pet rock. That rock? A dinosaur egg? No. It's called a stone of luck. And also called Herman. Ah, That is a nice little nickname. He's been here forever. Nobody's ever bought him. So I gave him a name. Herman. Maybe it has Keeps me company. To do with the price. Well, if they knew the value of it, not monetary <laughs> value, talking about the actual worth of the item and what it could do for people. How does Herman help people? So, so this rock, while you have it in your possession, again, you must be bonded to it. You must have that attunement. But while you have it in your possession, it gives you an extra boost to things you do, like any abilities that you might perform, any checks you may have to do, or if something dangerous is around and you have to react quickly and save yourself and throw yourself out of the way, per se. gives you a bonus there as well. Frank, I see what you did there. Like that? Throw yourself out of the way. Throw a pet rock. Throw, Uh no. No, don't throw a Herman. That's not what I meant. You hold on to him. He helps you. Don't throw Herman. Sorry, Herman. (laughs) Anything else you see? I think the value of Herman is very, I mean, the value of the pet rock is very, very helpful. How many times does Herman help you? Uh, Always? Indefinitely. As long as you have that bond. Stone of good luck. It does. It gives you a plus one bonus to all ability checks and saving throws. Oh. Like it, your modifier? Plus one to your modifier? everything. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> 7,000. Now I, how you like them apples, bitch. All right. <laughs> Damn. The tone kind of changes, doesn't it? <laughs> all right, calm down. Is there anything else you see that you like? Yeah, I've got a few things. Hmm. I got the satchel, Indiana Jones satchel, oh. the man bag. Yes. It's one of my favorites, by the way. It it was actually used in the movies. I don't know if Jeffrey told you that, but they actually used that in the movies. Did, did you know that Indiana Jones is based off of a real-life person, an adventurer, an explorer who went around... Seeking treasures. I didn't I, know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. It is? I s- you know, I just want to point this out. We did ask Jeffrey about some of this stuff, and he didn't know anything. Yeah, he's a dumbass. 
But he should have told you at least I've told him this story so many times that he should have been able to recount it to you. But anyway, there was a real life Indiana Jones. His name wasn't Indiana Jones, of course, but there was a real life person. I once in my possession had a couple of items that he did find and he brought them to me. Unfortunately, somebody bought them. Well, fortunately, because I made a lot of money off of them, but, um, Briefly, I had a couple of items. Uh, anyway, the satchel that he had is... How do we describe this so you can understand it? Um, here, let me show you. So he goes over to it. Roger, will you help me, please? I'm an old man. Will you please grab this glass case off of here? Take the case off? Mm-hmm. He's asking you just to take the glass dome off of the whole thing. Yeah, I'll take it off. Okay. Yeah, just just set it down right there, my boy. Thank you, thank you. Okay. And then he grabs the satchel. It's kind of like it's the jacket is on this like mannequin. It's just the torso of a mannequin or whatever. But the satchel is kind of hanging off one shoulder, and it's like leaning against the base of the thing. And he grabs it down, and he opens it up, and he puts his arm in it, and it all the way up to the shoulder, and he's digging around, and he pulls his arm back out. See, <laughs> pretty cool, huh? Oh, it's kind of like my quiver. Is what? this like Mary Poppins' bag? Do you bag? have one of these? This is Mary Poppins' bag. Yes, this bag will hold a lot of stuff. And it doesn't even feel like you're carrying anything. No, but I could carry my own stick. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you walk tall, my boy. <laughs> Fucking so bad. And you're burning me about my <laughs> shitty jokes? Come on, man. It's not me. It's Merlin. <laughs> Frank. So, yeah, it's a bag of holding. Pretty nifty. So it just never gets oh. full? It's like, oh, what's the price tag on this? I don't remember. I think oh. it, I think you said it was like yeah, $2,500. <laughs> no, that's 11500 Seems like a lot. That does. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Frank. You know, I'm going to just throw this out here. I'm going to sit here and say, you know, when you're surprised about your prices, there's a a problem. I just haven't looked at the price tag in a long time. I did not realize that. That's what I priced it at? That's Did Jeff got price to be this? what it's worth. No. He doesn't touch any of this stuff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. That's nice. We might come back to this. Okay. Will you What will about you, Madonna's bracelet? Uh, hold on. Will you, you help yeah, me put this back? Oh, Madonna's bracelets? The jelly beans. You I should have thought of this earlier. This would be something you would be yes yes let's let's go look come come let's go okay and he takes you over there and uh same thing he kind of roger roger help me with this one as well please are you gonna hire me no well are you a dumbass well no apparently not <laughs> you might do better than my grandson but are you looking for a job maybe really possibly hmm 
I might be able to set up an interview. I know the owner. <laughs> I, I take it back. I don't want to work here. <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> I think we need to move through these other items quickly. Frank's losing his fucking mind. <coughs> okay, I help him take the the display off. Okay, when you take the display, or when you take the glass kind of covering off of this, he reaches up and grabs one of the mannequin arms, and then he pulls this jelly brace or gel bracelets with the cuff off of the hand, and he's like, this right here. And you notice that it from the outside of the arm, like the forearm part of it, it has like the gel bracelet, so it's very like fashionable that way but on the inside the forearm part of it it's the leather it's like almost like a hard leather and it's smooth so the the gel bracelets don't go all the way around but when you are when you look at it just the way it was standing it looked like the gel bracelets went all the way around he says yes ashlyn this i think this would be the perfect item for you yes these Although they don't look like it, these were not actually owned by Madonna. This was more of a a means to get the price that they deserve. However, these are bracers of archery. They help an archer such as yourself, somebody who shoots a bow with great accuracy. It helps them become even better. So... Madonna's the person you chose for bracers of archery? Uh, it's fucking Jeff. I asked him, like, <laughs> who was... Fucking <laughs> lost it. Fucking Jeff. <laughs> I asked him... Please, go I, on. I asked him, about who, this. Is, who is somebody that the young people look up to these days? And he chose Madonna, huh? That's who he chose. I don't know. That's, I'm just looking at that picture. See, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's all I got. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, back to the bracers. Um, while wearing these, you gain certain advantages. And when you use your bow, I assume, you, do you have a bow? Yes. Because you said you had a quiver, so I assume there's a bow somewhere. Yep. Yes, so if you use your bow while wearing these, and again, you must be bonded to these. So you have to have to have that connection with them. But they, they add a, a certain punch to the impact of your accuracy of your darts and your bows. They... Whatever I'm trying to say, the things that you shoot from your bow that stick into the other things. Arrows? Yeah, those things. Yep. (laughs) Those stick better. Yep. That's what I'm going with. Hey, Frank, (laughs) have you ever left this, uh, this, like, shop? Once. Well, no. Yeah, once. It's been a while, but yeah. Um, Anyway, so it... Makes you really good at bow stuff. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So bracers of archery. While wearing these bracers, you have proficiency with the longbow and shortbow. You gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls and ranged attacks made with such weapons. Okay. Yep. Yes, what do you think? Do you like them? Do they look good? <laughs> Would you wear them? Should I change that picture? Should I get somebody other than Madonna? <laughs> I would definitely get somebody other than Madonna. Who do you think? Roger, you seem like you know things. I would probably like Princess Leia or someone that like... What? That's, she's would fake. Would be more... She's not real. Do you look You're around my store? <laughs> look around my store. Do you see like... I have this connection to like movies, celebrity, famous people. I gotta be real. Real famous. Oh, Lord. Um, no ideas? Grace mm-hmm. Jones from A View to Kill. James Bond. She wears some James crazy outfits. Bond. I don't outfits. know that name. That's a cool name, though. Grace Jones. I'll write that one down. He pulls a little notebook out of his pocket, writes down Grace Jones. Puts his notebook back. Wowzer. What do you think, Ashlyn? I feel like I don't necessarily want to trade anything that we've gotten yet. I want to... Do you have a lot of money? Not necessarily. Because these aren't that expensive. And he looks down and grabs a price tag and he's like, oh, these are just... Oh, shit. Uh, these are <laughs> more expensive than the satchel. Um, these are $12,500. feel like... I'm, they're going up in price as we talk. Well, the added benefit of some of these will be extremely helpful in the long run. Okay. And at this price, probably not a lot of people have used them. True. Do you want to look at some of the cheaper items? Come, 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 come. And he'll take you over to the desk and he's like, so right here, see this? And he'll Masters of the Universe pencil. And he'll be like, see this? Oh. This is, this is amazing. What do you think this is? A pencil. <laughs> nope. This is a special magical item. This is not just a pencil. This is a magic wand. And he like waves it around. Oh, shit. <laughs> he waves it around. He does this dramatic flourish. This is a magic wand. Really, I can't use it right now because I don't want to destroy my shop. But this is a wand. Of shop destroying? It could be. Depends on which shop you're in. Very similar to the spyglass and the pocket watch. This has charges to it. Seven of them. Okay. When do you expend a charge to cast from this wand... You cast out from this glowing darts of magical force. Three of them for each charge. Oh, packs a punch. Yes. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Oh, fuck. Fuck me. You okay there, uh, Frank? (laughs) I'm good. So much enthusiasm's getting to you, huh? Good. This, similar to the spyglass, you gain a certain number of those charges back each dawn. Gain that 
energy must rebuild itself with the dawning of a new day. However, if you expend all of the charges from this item, there is a chance, a very small chance, I would say a 1 in 20 chance, that this wand could evaporate forever. And this is the one that's price tagged at $3,000? Yeah, not, not too bad. That's reasonable. I mean, if you're going to go out there and fight, I hope you don't, because didn't sound like you had a good time of it last. Frank, I got to say, I've noticed, because we asked Jeff some prices. <sighs> yes. And all of them have gone up by $500. What? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when you're telling us the prices. That dumbass. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know what to tell you. My grandson is a dumbass. The prices I am giving you are the prices they are. Convenient. Not convenient. Accurate. <laughs> Not a dumbass. Jeff, dumbass. Okay. So, um, so a, a magic missile wand or something? <laughs> yeah, wand of magic missiles. Disguised as a master of the universe pencil. This wand has seven charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more of its charges to cast the magic missile spell from it. For one charge, you cast the first level version of the spell. You can increase the spell slot level by one for each additional charge you expend. So you can expend seven first level spells or any equivalent of however many second, level. third level spells. So the wand regains 1d6 plus 1 expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the wand's last charge, roll a d20. On a 1, the wand crumbles into ashes and is destroyed. Be a real bummer. Seems like a one-of-a-kind piece, master of the universe pencil. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's not a bad price tag. Roger. Roger. This would be good for you. Mm, I don't know. Masters of the universe. Thundercats. I'm, oh, wait, that's wrong. Thundercats, oh, no. I don't know my shows. Anyway, on to the next item. And then it'll just slide down the display case a little bit, grab a walk, pack of the walkie-talkies. He's like, walkie-talkies, there's two of you, there's two of these. These are not just regular walkie-talkies. Uh, they can be used as regular walkie-talkies. Like, breaker, breaker. Or you can use them with the magical properties. You can send a message to a companion. They can hear you and respond. However, there is kind of a, a limitation on these. You can only send 25 words at the most. The range on this is very great. You can even communicate to somebody on some other plane of existence if you wanted to. Wait, what? What is another plane of existence? It's just a figure of speech. Just, I'm just saying these. the range on these is really good. It's like really far. Like a regular walkie-talkie, you go around the corner and you can't even speak to somebody. 
Let's just These go. ones, you could go across the city and speak to somebody. It was just a weird way to say that. I mean, why didn't you just say he could be on the moon? Or, Oh, you could be on the moon. What? What? What is a different plane of existence? Like hell is a plane of existence. Heaven is a plane of existence. Uh, those are real? Sure. Yes, or are you being facetious? Uh, both. <laughs> Do you want a job here? No, I, I don't know that I want to work with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, these walkie-talkies are great. I'm just saying, the walkie-talkies, you can be clear across the country. You could be in Paris. That's all I meant by another plane of existence. Paris is like another plane of existence. It's crazy over there. Should have seen it in the 70s, in the 50s. Anyway, these walkie-talkies are great. Very far. Only 25 words, but you can reach anyone. And how much are these? The price tag is right here somewhere. Let me see. $4,500. You motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know how you guys got those numbers. We got them from you. I, know, I will say that you honestly, I don't know how you guys got those numbers because I have these typed in here and I haven't touched them. It is almost. Like I have forty five hundred for the walkie talkie. I, I had do four thousand, but all the other ones, it was twelve thousand, eleven thousand, three thousand. <laughs> <coughs> Fucking dumbass, Frank. <laughs> Oh, Roger, speaking of, like, fighting things and not being great at it yet, here's something else you might want. I don't know that we were saying that at all. No, I just overheard your conversation a little bit and uh, see these cans of soda. See this one? This new flavor? One that says Lifesaver? Yes. Yeah. Do you like that? It's pretty funny, right? you know what it is? Can you guess what it is? Something to save your life. Absolutely. Something to save your life. You might need this. This, actually inside. It is not the great tasting lifesaver soda. This is a potion. A potion of healing. It will heal you. Bring you back from the dead. Well, maybe not the dead, but if you're hurt really bad, it'll help. Uh-huh. Yes. Lifesavers. How much are the sodas? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, these are $10,000 a pop. Oh my God. Those are fucking expensive. <laughs> shit. Fuck, I should get out in this room more. Again, Frank. <laughs> when you are surprising yourself with your prices, there is something wrong here. Yeah. I forgot how expensive magic was. Fuck. But it saves your fucking life. That, I would say, is priceless. Frank, I feel like as we are continuing this shopping extravaganza, more of your professional demeanor is starting to fly out the window. <laughs> I like, feel like I'm getting to know you. Like, 
all your professional <laughs> demeanor has flown out the window. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. <laughs> Frank, is this all the magic stuff you have? Yep. That's all I got. Hey, um, let me um, talk to that. You want an application? You want a job application? Do I get a discount? No. I, I, there's no employee discount? No. Can you work towards some of these magical items? Ooh, now that's an idea. Can I put this stuff on layaway? No, <laughs> not fucking Walmart. <laughs> but yes, I might consider doing a. But man, you would have to work a lot to pay for some of this shit. It is very expensive. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> but you have a vast array of items right here that are worth a lot. That pocket watch is worth a twenty thousand. No, no, no. You said twenty three thousand. Twenty twenty three. Okay. Well, if we're gonna have that attitude, let's twenty three no. thirty. No, no, no. That's not how that works. Only I can do that. You can't do that. My shop. I need to speak with Ashlyn. Yes. We, we're going to step over here. Okay. And you stay here. Um. Or in the back, you can sit dumbass out. Whoa. You don't get to call him a dumbass. Well, you That's, that's my grandson. It, you pretty much made Jeez, it clear. Roger. That he is a dumbass. I can call him a dumbass because he's my grandson. Please <laughs> do not call members of my family dumbass. That's... Okay. I don't know if I'd want to hire you, Ashlyn. We can talk. <laughs> okay. We're going to walk up. We're actually just going to step outside the door. I got to check on our bikes. Okay. Tell you, Roger, my wheel better not be gone because <laughs> You guys walk over to the door and you go to open the door. You go to pull on it. Oh, shit. Sorry. And he waves his hand with that lasso movement again, and the door, you pull on it again, the door opens up. Oh, before we did leave, we did gather up our stuff. Okay. Yeah, just so. <laughs> we don't get locked out of the store without any of our right. stuff. Okay. Okay. I'll be honest, I really want the pet rock. All that fucking shit, dude. All that shit you were saying about how expensive it was, and that's the one thing you want. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> was it what I said? Roger. Yes. That was that's the what sold point. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's a pet that'd be super easy to take care of. <laughs> and it takes care of you, right? If you haven't noticed, I'm a little squishy. Apparently, <laughs> I think I'm squishier. <laughs> the squishy I'm little, wrestler. I'm a little gun shy after the last time. I don't know if I want to sell. I mean, he seems super interested in the pocket watch, which just makes me want to keep the pocket watch because that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, but what would you use it for? 
Would you use I, it? Would you be yeah, in? Yeah, I feel like that could be very handy. Okay. What about the spyglass? Let me, let me, the watch, right? As long as you haven't used any other charges, if you roll a D10, you could get potentially up to 10 seconds. That's, that's life a round. Or death, man. That's, that's like somebody you dies, you Galaxy can undo Quest? that shit. No, I I'm just saying, like, wasn't it literally 10 seconds in Galaxy Quest? <laughs> well, well, it's up to potentially 10 seconds. So I'm you got to roll saying. a D10. No, I, I, I get that. The Omega 13, 13 <laughs> seconds. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily that Kiki know. Mora. I don't necessarily Doesn't know happen. that. I would know that though. What? The benefit of that. Oh, you're saying you being yeah in game yeah. Okay, that's true. So, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not opposed to keeping the watch. And I feel like I definitely want to sell the coins. You should barter and see if we could get more for the coins because like the pet rock for the coins i mean you could try what about that the necklace i mean would you really wear that non-detection what's detecting us well i mean he could remember that whole there's these factions we're getting oh watched yeah. and guess. cards and who knows how many people are watching us the problem is that there's only one. So if someone is watching, like, you and I'm wearing the necklace, they're still going to probably gather that, you know. You don't together. think the Madonna gloves are... I don't know. Not that much. Well, no. I, I, I absolutely think that he's, like, trying to rob us with these prices. Yeah. But I feel like the jade elephant could come in very handy. Yeah. I think that if... That would let us store one of those spells that I can do. Well, I mean, yeah. I even have a little bit of healing I could maybe put in there. I don't know. Does it have to be a magic user? Like me being a ranger, could I put my cure wounds in there? No, you have a spell. You can cast a spell into it. Okay. I mean, the necklace, I would say out of all four of the items, the necklace would probably be the only one I would even remotely be willing to part with i think the others especially the pocket watch which is what he wants is what i really want to keep can't believe the brownie juice is ten thousand dollars yeah that's expensive that's some expensive brownie juice was that a potion of like superior healing or something potion of healing frank's got some price gouging going on (laughs) real world and the spyglass just lets you see invisible objects? Yeah, but that seems like that could be handy. Traps, hidden no, I... passages and doors. Something tells me we may be able to use that. I'm just saying. What about trying seeing and going in there and being like, hey, we'll give you the coins for the pet rock. Okay, you we could try. We'll give you even the coins and the silver bracelet. I mean... He said that that's not worth a lot. Didn't we have a coupon for 25% off one item in the store? Wasn't it 25% off of uh, what well, we used it for our... Yep, that coupon has already been used. Yeah. We used it to do the identify on the items. Good try, though. Was the coupon just for identifying items, or was it like 25% off of... One thing in the store. Set appraisal or identification. Okay. 
Would you be good with losing the coins and the bracelet for that pet rock? Sure. I eventually want to come back for that satchel. Yeah. I think that would be worth something, too. I I think that some of these items would be really worth it. I do, too. I just don't want... I want to keep what we have. I wonder if have. he has, like, a, like, something he needs done that's outside of... Why don't we go ask him that? Okay. Okay. I've been really good at doing the talking. Clearly, I, he, yes. You yeah. you and Frank are getting along smashingly. I mean, he keeps offering me a job. Until you call this grandson a dumbass. Do you disagree with me? Considering that he's probably scrying on us right now. Oh, but I'm wearing the necklace. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Are, are, are our bikes still there? Yes. All right. I see your bikes are there. We're in a good neighborhood, kind of. Okay, go back in. Frank! Yes! And Frank. he's like, got a rag and he's cleaning off the glass. Were you scrying on us? What? I'm just asking. No. You showed us that you could do it. I just was curious. I was just cleaning the glass. Oh, okay. Put your big paw prints all over it. I got to clean the paw prints off. Are my paw prints big? Well, your hands. They're pretty giant, huh? Thanks. I'm not that giant. I've seen giant hands before, and yours aren't those. Wait, what does that mean? You people with giant hands, like big hands, like, like people that are like seven foot tall. I've seen them. They have no. giant hands. Have you seen them? They're no. like twice the size of my hand. I can put my hand up to theirs, and it only covers like the palm, and then there's their fingers. So it's like two of my hands and one of their hands, and it's like a giant hand. I thought you were going to say you've seen a giant. Oh, well, maybe. But anyway, what did you? So I got did you guys a come to a decision. For you. Yeah. Are you gonna buy all of the things? Well, here's the thing, Frank. Where would you rather us call you, Merlin? Frank. Okay. Merlin's a mythical creature. Creature or no. a person? Creature, person. Eh, same difference. So, my question here is. You don't seem to get out a lot. That's a statement. Is it a fair statement? <laughs> not a question. Statement? Is it a fair statement? Were you asking me if I get out a lot or... Like get out and peruse the world? No. Or sometimes just the city? Sometimes I think the last time I left... Uh, 87... Yeah, about nine years ago. Holy hell, Frank. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Is there anything that you need or you've been looking for that possibly could be possessed here in the city that we could probably get a hold of that you'd be willing to maybe depart some of these items for us to do you a favor like that? So uh, you're asking about... A job, but not here in the store. Is there something that we could do for you? What are you looking at in return? Cash money? No. I want some of these items. Hmm. I don't know that I have any jobs that are that much. These are expensive items. Remember, we talked about that. Very expensive items. Could we maybe negotiate these jobs and 
put that price toward magic items. So I do have this one thing that I've been trying to get my hands on. Not for a while now, but it would be very, very useful. And it is fairly close. I mean, fairly close. I mean, it's not another state or anything. It's just outside of the city. But it's something that I'd be willing to consider. Depends on which item you're looking to acquire. Not all of them would be worth it, but maybe one or two or none. I could just pay you cash money, too. Money, money, money. First of all, if I gave you the coins, Mm. if we let you keep the coins, Mm -hmm. and the silver bracelet you said probably isn't worth all that much. I don't want the silver bracelet, but... You could give it to Jeff. Jeff is my grandson, not my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, bring something back to that, dude. <laughs> I I did not mean I did not mean it as far as like a, a girlfriend relationship with your grandson. Well, you could give it to him. Be more clear. Jeez, you can give it to his girlfriend. I don't know. <laughs> Jeff doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Did you see him? Uh, poor kid. Look, I'm not going to disparage your grandson anymore. Yeah, please don't. That's up for me to do. That's whatever. But I think that these coins and are worth $5,000. I think that it's worth the same price as that pet rock. <laughs> no. It is not. Let me, Poor Herman has been stuck in this yeah. store for how long? Let me explain yeah, something. I've grown attached to him. You've had him probably for how long? How long have you had him? The let's Herman? Be, let's be serious. Uh, Did you see, let's see. say the Herman? No, I said Herman. I've oh. had him for... Uh, there was that one time. Uh, yeah. 32 years? Okay, so you've had an item for 32 years. Yes. And you've said that it's worth $7,250. Yes. It's not worth anything if you're not selling it. Well, the right buyer who will pay $7,250. So let me ask you, in the last 32 years, have you had that buyer? No. Okay, well, you have a buyer in your store right now that's willing to give you 5100 for it. That's not the price. The price is $7,250. That is how much Herman costs. I I understand that you feel that way about Herman. Yes. But I also feel like if you can't sell Herman, he's not worth anything. He's worth a great deal to me. He's worth $7,250. Do you use him? We have conversations sometimes, but... That's what you have Jeff for. Jeff? No. 7000 I'm offering you 5100 for him. Okay. And I'm saying no. I'll give you 6000 for it. No. 
Frank, I don't think you're being reasonable here. I'm being extremely reasonable. Especially with the the possibility of more potential of me buying other things in your store. Okay. I, I don't think that you sell a lot of this stuff. Yeah, but... When was the last time you sold a magic item? Uh... uh, uh three? No. Because there was that one winter... Four years ago? So, I'm just a high school student. Yes, you are. But I have That's taken great. economics. Okay. And there's this thing called supply and demand. Mm. I'm aware. I don't know that you truly are because you don't really seem to want to sell these things. You have a misconception of that I need to sell them. Like I have to sell them and get rid of the merchandise. But I don't. So you're fine with just not I'm fine with getting $7,250 for <laughs> Urban. All right. Well, I, or you make an offer that's a little bit closer to that. I feel that that was an offer that was pretty close. Six. No, you're uh, $1,250 off. I would give him to you for 7000 Okay. I don't know that we're going to get anything out of this. Okay, but you we were talking about possibly doing a job for him. Let's be honest. I don't know that I'll be, it's going to work. I, I, I'm curious what this job would be, what he's looking for, and how much. Do you want an application, Ashlyn? Well, sh- sure. I'll take an application, but He reaches this into his sleeve su- and then pulls out this roll of paper and hands uh, it to you. Okay. Thanks. Open it up. It's like a legit job application okay. for Herman's <laughs> Mysteries. It's not a anymore. joke. No, yeah. it's like not a joke. Okay. The job outside of the city, though, what is it that you were looking for and how much could we possibly acquire? Mm. So there is a cave system to the north of the city. It is... On Native American lands, you would have to speak to somebody in order to gain access. But I have a contact who would be willing to help expedite the process a bit. Uh, Her name is Nascha. How how do you spell that? Nascha. N-A-S-C-H-A. She would... Well, I haven't talked to her in a little while, but I believe she would be willing to still... Oh, yes, she would. She would be able to show you the entrances to this cave. Inside the cave, you would have to traverse the caves for a bit. And I believe Nostra has a map that would show you where you would need to go. There's this very rare lichen that grows... In this cave system, it's a simple job. Just retrieve the lichen. Reaches up behind him, grabs a vial. Says, you could put it in this. Yeah, that would be enough. I think that would hold the amount I would need for that. And an explanation. Yep, yep, yeah. That would be plenty. So going and retrieving these lichen. Yes. How much... Or what magic item? 
Let's see. This is so. Lichen is very specific bioluminescence that you would have to make sure that you do not tamper with. So that is the very delicate to harvest it. Um, you have to be super careful. The trip itself is somewhat hazardous. In the caves? Yes. <laughs> little, just a little bit. Just a little dangerous. And then you have to first get onto the lands, uh, speak to Nastya, get to Nastya, in order to speak with Nastya, but yes, and then convince her to give you a map, but I can give you information that can help with that, and then I would say $10,000 worth. When was the last time you talked to Nastya? Mm, it's been about... 32 years? No. <laughs> uh, it's like 15 years, I think. Oh, Lord. Yes, 15 years. It's been a minute. Okay. Well, I feel like we have some things to think about. Mm. I have a job application to fill out. Yes, you do. Yeah. Look forward to hearing with you. Who else are your competitors? I can set up an interview. Okay. I know the owner. Huh? I know the owner. Oh, okay. Competitors? Yeah, I mean, do you have any competitors in town? No. No? Okay. I think... Um, well, you could try... Well, that could be dangerous, but... Yeah. There's one person who sells stuff like I do. Oh, really? Yes, but he sells to... Some strange types. Can I ask you if he, does he actually sell? Yes. Okay. I'm just curious. Do you know Madame Sonia? Mm, Madame Sonia. I know that name. Uh, yes. That is the, yes, she just opened up a shop. Right? Something about palm reading or something about telling your future. Some other hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. Yep. Yes, I am aware of her. But I'd say be careful who you deal with. They're not all as nice as me. All right. Well, I think we're good, right? Yeah, I think we're good for now. Okay, are you sure you don't want to buy Masters of the Universe? Well, you guys, if you do this job for me, these walkie-talkies would come in very handy. Remember, you can talk to somebody on the moon. Yeah. I think we'll mull over on the job. All right. And we'll get back to you. We got to think it over, getting on to, you know, the reservation and talking to your friend that you haven't talked to in years. Oh, that's, that's no big deal. I could reach out to her. You seem... Before you guys ever win. Okay. Just quick little phone call. Because why aren't you going and getting this yourself? I'm old. Look at me. You seem to have some skills, though. I have a particular set of skills. 
but my aged body does not do what it once used to do and does not come back as easily. Yes, I could very well go, but I have things here to occupy my time. I have projects. I have things that I'm working on. And you got Herman and Jeff to keep you company, huh? Always. Good old Herman and dumbass Jeff. Okay, well, thank you. No, my pleasure and my honor, Lady Ashlyn. Oh. Roger, good luck. Frank, I know where I can find these things 32 years from now. You know where you can find me 32 years from now. Okay, thanks. Good day. Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Enjoy your evening. Hope to hear from you. Bye. That was Herman. <laughs> he said bye. <laughs> Jeff says bye too. <laughs> okay. We need to go. We're going. Hey, <laughs> uh, when we go out, because it is Albuquerque and there's literally rocks everywhere. I'll pick up one and be like, Don't be sad, Roger. I'll be your friend. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to help my squishiness. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) Maybe you just need to try attuning to whatever rock you can find. (laughs) We will. My name is Bob. We, no. Bob, oh, wait, no, Bob, Bob is already taken. Tin foil hat. Mm. My name is Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. My friends call me Ralphie. <laughs> yeah, so I think that maybe we should go visit Madame Sonia. Yeah, maybe she could give us some insight on Frank, although it seems like everyone is sketchy. <laughs> so we, yeah. Maybe she could do some cards for us on if we should take this. I mean, it's $10,000. That's a lot. But that makes me just think that it's going to be real treacherous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So we got to head over to Madame Sonia's. Okay. All right. So you guys are going to head to Madame Sonia's. Yeah. Fact-finding mission. Fact-finding mission at Madame Sonia's. And with that, we'll go ahead and end this episode. Awesome. That was the most frustrating frustrating <laughs> shopping event that I've ever had. I loved it. I thought it was very entertaining. <laughs> you guys met somebody new or two new people. But yeah, you know I like Frank. He was funny. I love going shopping for something and not leaving with anything. We found out what all the magic items are that we have, though. We do. I gotta say, that's some fucking cool shit you guys got. Yeah. And Frank gave us some useful information. You know you're a druid now. I I I'm a ranger now. There you go. No, I... And we got those for free. I will not say that it wasn't (laughs) a useful... Shopping um, adventure? Shopping adventure. Without shopping? We did spend money. Oh, I'm gonna say, yeah. Well, yeah, we did spend money. Yeah. See? See? There. There you go. You went shopping, you spent money, you 
We you just got information. Right. I just love the fact that the DM threw out that carrot and just dwindled it out there. I did dwindle it. It dwindled right away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You saw what I did there, right? I, I <laughs> went for the carrot, dude. So, yes, I saw what you did. Well, holy hell, those prices were high. <laughs> yeah, but you got to think, like, if you look at the D&D books and you look at the prices of some of the items in there, that fucking shit is expensive. I think, it, like, most D&D games, a lot of the DMs are, are fairly liberal with the amount of money that you get and yeah. the amount of money that you have. But if you think of conversion rates to, like, nowadays, that shit's fucking expensive. Like, no, a, yeah. a magic, anything magical is extremely expensive. Yeah. That's why you just have to find loot. Yeah. And steal the loot. Hey, you, you guys got to remember, you're new, too. This yeah, isn't no, something absolutely. to where, like, setting in the context of modern world, a couple hundred bucks of birthday money, you know, maybe even a couple thousand bucks of birthday money, if that's how you guys got your money. That's When it comes to magical, yeah. rare magical items, that's not going to go far. Well, we've only fought a couple creatures. Yeah. Yep. And this was, like, the first time that you ever really got anything. Yeah, like yeah. treasure wise yeah. reward wise he's a character he is a character yes he is yeah I might go work for Frank I don't know cool side job <laughs> work at a antique shop magical antique shop yep I bet Maybe you he has some stories some yeah. yeah it's more the learning things as and unlike Jeff you'd probably listen to him and be more interested <laughs> and yeah. ask all the right questions to get See more information see if Herman can tell me anything <laughs> Come on, Herman. Tell me all your secrets. Speak with rocks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of speak with plants. Well, I think that it was a productive episode. <laughs> all right. With that, we're going ahead and end this episode. We'll wrap it up. We, we want to say once again, thank you so much for listening. We, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcasts. Uh, we hope it brings you some entertainment. Ways in which you guys can support us. Uh, we'd appreciate anything you guys can do. Go out there, rate us, follow us, leave a comment. Tell us what you think, what you like, what you don't like. Tell we'll, your friends. Tell your friends. Yes, tell, tell your, your mom, friends. Tell your dad. Every, tell whoever. Tell whoever. Yeah. Whomever. Tell your Jeff. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell your dumbass grandson tell your Jeff. Dumbass. <laughs> yes, tell your Jeff. Uh, <laughs> another way in which you guys can support us is head on over to anchor.fm slash the dash discovery dash workshop hit that support button there it'll take you to a little place where you can donate if you want to um, we would appreciate anything you guys can do so with that we'll go ahead and say goodbye for this week hope you guys enjoyed spread Rem- the love <laughs> spread the love remember Stay nerdy. Bye. Bye. Bye.